Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do the podcast which is called Deciding the Best and Worst of 2021. I'm your host Matthew and just a very quick note on this episode. This is part, this is essentially the second part of a different episode. Uh, so this is called Deciding the Best and Worst of 2021. So for TV, video games and films. Um, this will kind of contain spoilers for our full list. Uh, now, I'm, I'm recording this earlier because this is me deciding my list, which is the whole point of this episode. Um, if we've got to put, if you're listening to this in December or late, later on, uh, when when this comes out, uh, the podcast would have already come out called The Best and Worst of 2021. Which is going to be me, Gray, and David. Same thing that we did last year. Obviously, it was for 2020 that we did did it last year. Um, you're going to want to listen to that episode first because the whole point of of this and how I'm trying to put this together, the same way I did all the all of this last year, is if you listen to that episode first. So it's called the best and worst of 2021 TV, video games, films. Uh, you listen to that episode. So you see what we chose for our lists, and then you go back to this episode. So come back over here to this episode, and then you can listen to this and see how I decided what I chose for that list. So the whole sort of decision process, what goes the top of the list, what goes bottom of the list, what goes in different categories, and and, and those sorts of things. Uh, This will also be recorded in parts. This is going to be the first kind of draft. I'm probably going to be doing two or three of these i can't remember how i did last year i I did basically different recording sessions um there's still a few things for me to play and watch uh, from now to the end of the year but i've got a good idea and a good chunk of uh tv games and films uh games i'm pretty much finished with now for the year Uh, there might be a couple of other little things to play but uh mainly going to be finished with that so i'm going to be able to put together most of my lists now and do this now which is why this is the first draft but i'll just say one more time if you haven't listened to the what i would call the main episode go and listen to that i'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes so there's that uh so yes deciding the best and worst of 2021 tv video games films uh so i've already explained what the episode's going to be for um so yes what i'm essentially going to do is uh do a tv list of pr- probably more than 10 i probably i usually end up with about 15 because there's just so many good tv shows uh it doesn't matter which order i put these in i'm probably going to do tv first there may be games then films i'm actually going to struggle the most with films because there's about four or five films at the moment that i'm thinking of that all kind of deserve the number one spot and mathematically they can't all get the number one spot because only one film can do that so that's going to be interesting but i'm going to get the easiest thing out of the way first and most of you will know what i'm about to say tv number one zoe's extraordinary playlist so that's the best tv show of the year <coughs> video games so i'm just going to do the number ones for a few things video games number one old world soul storm Films, um, I did say I was going to struggle with films, which I already am. Now, this isn't like my finalised list. Obviously, this is all part of the process. Uh, Eternals has got to go in here. I- I'm not going to number these, actually. I'm just going to jot down the films that are coming to mind that I really enjoyed. Because what I need to do for this process as well is write down the things that are on my mind. So, like, these things stuck out as the best. But then also look through... I might do it in my own time, actually. 
the the other part because it sort of slowed down the episode last year. Um, I'll look up like well the the must see stuff because really the must see things should be in front of the don't skip ratings. And then in terms of games, the one that the ones that I listed for must play as well. And then I'll sort those into a top five, top ten, what have you. <clears throat> but films, I'm just going to start jotting down a bunch of them. So Eternals. A Quiet Place 2. Place 2. You have to bear with me because I do have to type these things in real time. Uh, Luca. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Justice League. Now at the time of recording, it's the 22nd of November. So Spider-Man isn't out yet. Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, neither is the second season of The Witcher. So I can't include those because I literally haven't seen them. So I have no idea if they're any good. Uh, I, I suspect The Witcher Season 2 will be a very good season of TV. But I don't know that because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, same thing with Spider-Man. It looks like it's going to be cool and crazy and the trailers have looked great. But I haven't seen it at this point so I can't jot those things down. So Eternals, Quiet Place 2, Luca, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, thinking of Marvel and DC. There's no, there's not going to be any DC, DC films in my best list. Uh, Wonder Woman. I'm going to do this now actually. Uh, it's just reminded me. <clears throat> Not that I forgot, but as I was on the subject of films, worst film, I typed in worst wrong, which doesn't matter because I'm the only one that's seen this, but still, worst film, wonder, I'll just put WW84, I'll know what that means, I put WWW as if I'm doing a website, WW84, Wonder Woman 84, worst film, uh, Suicide Squad isn't going to go on a list, but I was just thinking Marvel and DC, those are the two things that kind of stick out every year. Uh, we didn't really have anything from Star Wars um, because there was no films. Uh, Bad Batch isn't really going to go on the list, on a any list. Uh, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't spectacular or amazing. It was just, it was just pretty good TV. You you can still make a pretty good season of TV, and you know, that doesn't mean it will be on my like best list because I'm thinking of the best of the best. So. Yeah, worst film Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, worst. Uh, speaking of uh, more DC stuff, I I I want to sort of. I'm, I'm sure we'll mention a few DC things in this list. Um, worst TV show, Batwoman. Just just fundamentally awful, absolutely awful. <laughs> and I'm glad I stopped covering and stopped watching after. Uh, season 2 cuz season 3 i think is actually out now in the uk but i'm not i'm not i'm not watching that anymore so um worst tv shows uh wonder woman worst video game uh worst video game battlefield 2042 2042 and while i'm on the subject of dc uh biggest disappointment Biggest, I'll just put biggest TV disappointment. The Arrowverse. I know it's not a particular show, but just that as a whole. The Arrowverse. Technically excluding Superman, because that's not technically part of the Arrowverse, but his character has been in the Arrowverse, played by the same person. But yeah, a few DC things in there. Uh, so that's those things. Um... Let's fill out a few more of the TV lists because I've got some ideas. Number two is Black Summer. And then I'm not sure after that <clears throat> where specific things go. 
But I'm going to start jotting things down again. Love, Victor. Um, F. What was that thing called? F. Um, Kevin is the... What was, it, what was it called? F. Something to do with F. Kevin. What was it called again? Kevin can F himself. That's it. Can F him self. I've spelt self wrong. Again, doesn't matter. I'm the only one looking at these notes, but still. Kevin and Kenneth himself. Um, oh, it's that space show uh, invasion. That can go in there. The morning show's potentially got a spot. Had a bit of a slow start to the season, but it's. Uh, I haven't seen the finale as of right yet, but I, I just want to jot it down so that it's it's in here. Um, speaking of Apple, uh, did, does Ted Lasso go in this list? Again, I'll, I'll just. I want to just jot a bunch of things down that are on my mind. Ted Lasso. I've written it down twice. Ted Lasso. Servant. Servant is going to be on that list. Um, Squid Game. That was amazing. Uh, Sex Education. Season 3. And I've already got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. See? You see how quickly lists fill up? I've already got 10 TV shows. And I've been sitting here for 10 minutes. So, yeah. Great. Uh, I I knew I'm going to end up with about 15. Because there's still... um, I don't know where to put Walking Dead on this list. Because Fear the Walking Dead ain't going anywhere near this list. Um, Walking Dead World Beyond, I don't quite think goes on this list. The main show for The Walking Dead. Um, I'm going to leave it off there for now. But again, it could be on there later. But again, you know, if you're listening to the episode in the future. And you listen to the best and worst of 2021. And you hear me say The Walking Dead. This is going to be the podcast where you find out how I ended up putting it on there. If I, if I do. So... Sex Education Season 3. Uh, let's do some more video games. Right, so number 2 is uh, Little Nightmares <clears throat> 2. Number 3. Um, I did really enjoy Metroid Dread. Uh, Cyberpunk is going on this list. 2077. Five Psychonauts. I think I spelled that wrong, but again, it doesn't actually matter. Um, I thought there was about seven games I was going to put on my list. Because although this might sound weird to people that don't play games, for me, yeah, I play games you know the whole year, and there's games that come and go. Some games I stop playing. At a certain point, because it just doesn't, you know, they're not very good or whatever. There usually is about five or six games to me that actually completely stand out. Because I, I usually end up with a top five or a top six, maybe, for games anyway. Um, so th- th- those might be the games. I'll put Psychonauts 2 there just to make sure. Psychonauts 2. Um, right, so worst film, Wonder Woman 84. Worst TV show, Batwoman. Uh... Biggest disappointment TV show Arrowverse Worst Game Battlefield 2042 Biggest Disappointment for video games 
I'm not quite sure what goes on that list yet. Um, I think it may be Guardians of the Galaxy or Life is Strange. Uh, not quite sure yet. Well, I'm not not sure what to put for biggest disappointment. I'll jot those two down, seeing those are on my mind. I'll just put Geo Geo Geo. What is it? The Geo TG. Yeah, and then Life is strange true colors so that's the third game in in the series first two games are great life is strange one and two um <clears throat> so you've got those uh films what other films did i like i liked army of the dead uh i did like shang chi Um, DC only had two, didn't they? Wonder Woman and Justice League. Batman didn't come out. Spider-Man's not come out yet. What other films have I enjoyed recently? Um, I haven't seen James Bond yet. I haven't seen Ghostbusters yet. I've not seen Dune yet. So I've still got a few films to watch and Spider-Man comes out. So I guess there's a few more cinema trips <laughs> to plan. Uh, but yeah, quite a place to stick out a lot. Luca I really enjoyed. Soul came out at Christmas, didn't it? I'm trying to think of like Disney. Because usually when I go to think of these lists, I'm like, okay, Disney, DC, Marvel, Star Wars. What did they release? Because those are usually like the standouts. But DC, there's nothing else from them because I'm not putting Suicide Squad on this list. Wonder Woman was bad. Justice League. So I guess DC had three films this year. Although one of them should have come out in 2017. But anyway. Um, so that's... And then... <clears throat> we're getting... So how many Marvel films? Are we? we had Shang-Chi. Oh, Black Widow as well. Black Widow I liked. See? just that You just have to refresh your mind because, you know... 12 months worth of content. You're not going to remember everything at the start. I did like Black Widow a lot. So I'm going to put that in the list as well. Um, some of you probably listening to this for the first time. Are like you've got a Marvel bias or something. I don't know. But uh, but yeah. Uh, speaking of. Let me go back to TV. Um, where's the bottom of my TV list? I really do need to get a new mouse. One uh, Division's got to go in there. Vision. I'm not going to put Falcon or um, Loki on these lists. I think I thought Falcon Winter Soldier was good. I liked where it ended up setting up a new Captain America. Sam Wilson. Loki worked for um, a couple of episodes. I know that there was only six. The middle part I don't think worked. Oop, I don't think worked quite as well. So I'm not going to quite put that on the list. Um. I feel like there's a bunch more shows for me to put on this list. There probably is. Um, but again, in in my own time, once I finish once I finish this first draft, I'll go and look up my actual reviews for certain things. Because probably things I really love that I just saw like six months ago or something. So, yeah. Um, but let's see what we've got. Worst film, worst TV show, worst video game, biggest disappointment for games, biggest disappointment for TV. Uh, or oh, biggest disappointment for film. Disappointment for film. 
what would that be? So this would be some... The disappointment to me is like you had some good expectations for it. And it let you down. Worst to me is like this was just bad. Regardless of kind of... If, if it was lower than your expectations. But you also thought it was just really bad. Then it goes in the list. Um, because even if you go to watch or play something. And it you find that it's below your expectations... You're not always necessarily going to think it's bad. I mean, you won't think it's as good as other things, but I mean something that's actually okay. This was like just bad, because something that's below your expectations, you could still go, "Oh, that was okay. It, it was all right, but it wasn't bad." I'm, I'm specifically talking about bad things. Biggest disappointment for film, you know, Ryan the Last Dragon does stand out a little bit. The last dragon. So I'm going to put that in there for now. And I've already been sitting here for 17 minutes. Um, there's a couple of other things as well. Um, worst player. And best player. So this is for Manchester United. I'd like to have a little something for the United cast in this part. Worst player is Lindelof. I've got no hesitations about that. Best player. I was thinking about this earlier actually. I've been thinking about this all day because... I knew I was going to record it once I got home from work. Best player. Well, no, no, nobody in the last month. <laughs> because the team's been really bad in the last month. Uh, you know what? Greenwood really did shine this year. And I am talking calendar year. Because obviously once I get to May, I talk about the player of the year. But I'm talking about... Or, or I talk about player of the season. But player of the year for the calendar year. Pogba did some really good things. Greenwood did just score some really good goals though. Um, see most people will be like why aren't you putting Ronaldo in. Uh, um, He's done very very well. But we've not been able to get the best out of him. And I don't think that's necessarily going to change between now and the end of the year. Maybe next year when we start kicking on a bit more. When we've got a new manager hopefully. Like a proper new manager. Because at the moment it's just the assistant manager. Uh... So once Ronaldo can be put into a better system, he'll start thriving even more. But uh, Greenwood was shining before that. But Pogba was really good. So that's the thing, if if Van der Beek could have been given more game time. Because we've been seeing what he's been capable of. But um, again, maybe that's one for next year. You know, new manager, different system. Maybe he includes him a bit more. I'm going to put Greenwood. He's the one that's on my mind, so... Again, I would put like Eric Bailey maybe, but he wasn't given much chance either. So, um, and my, most people might say to me, you know, why don't you put McTominay or Fred in worst player? I think I think Lindelof is our worst player because we don't know how <clears throat> we don't know how bad Phil Jones is anymore because we haven't seen him play football for two years. So he's not like a current worst player because he's not playing currently. He's not played in the last two years. So. You can't really say Phil Jones, can you? But yeah, Lindelof for for that as well. Um, let's go on to best actress. So, um, the two Elizabeths, Elizabeth Olsen and Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss was really good in The Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale wasn't going to make it in the list, but it was pretty good. It would almost make it in the list, but it was it's probably just time for that show to end. Um, but Elizabeth Olsen's always really good in that. Elizabeth Moss, 
sorry, Elizabeth Moss is, is really good in Handmaid's Tale. Elizabeth Olsen in One Division was just incredible. Not sure about Best Actor at the moment. Maybe the guy that plays Victor in Love, Victor. Possibly. I need to think about that a little bit more. Again, first draft, you know. It's just the kind of uh, immediate things. Uh, I didn't have any better Coleslaw this year, so no Raya Seahorn. We didn't have any Westworld this year, so no... Um, what's her name? Rachel... What is her name? Dolores. Her name's escaping me, but her... Uh, nobody particularly stood out in, like, The Walking Dead. Nobody stood out, really, in, in, in DC. Although I did like Nicole, Nicole Maines, her performances in Supergirl. But then the show just let her down, I think. Because it let everybody down. Um, uh, none of the women in Batwoman. I know that there's a lot of women, women in Batwoman, but, uh, none of those people... Maybe I'm thinking too much DC and Marvel, but um, oh yeah, we've got um, Annie Murphy from Kevin Kenneth himself. She gave such a good performance. Um, Jane Levy, obviously, you know Zoe's extraordinary playlist, but that show's just full of good actors, so or great actors. But um, something about Elizabeth Olsen's performance really stood out to me. Um, and she had to, she had a lot of, I mean, yeah, you got Paul Bettany in there, you know, and he's doing his thing as, as Vision, but it really is, I think it's arguably a lot more about Wanda, um, but Paul Bettany does give her a lot, Paul Bettany is almost like a supporting actor in that, where Elizabeth is kind of the main actor. Um, because Vision's all, all, almost like a, like, like a main supporting character, but like a, because I, I mean, if you were going to categorise it, he would be like lead actor, I suppose, but anyway, never mind. Um, I'm not trying to minimise his performance, I'm just saying he was a bit more of like, the, the one who kind of gave Wonder somebody to bounce off of in, in that show. Uh, I'll write Elizabeth Olsen down for now. Elizabeth. Ols is it Olsen or Olsen? Again, doesn't matter. I'm the only one who's seen this list. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Annie Murphy. Murphy. I don't need to write down which shows they're from. I I should remember that. If I don't, then that's my own fault. So those are the two I'm considering for that. Best actor. I don't have his name to hand actually, but I'm gonna put um. Victor. Love, Victor. Um, I've just thought of something else as well. Uh, for biggest uh video game disappointment. Now I can't technically include this because I didn't play any of it, but Far Cry Six was really kind of disappointing. Um, but no, I've I've already got two games in there for that. So, worst player, best player, best actress. I'm not going to put worst actor or worst actress. Um, best actor. Um, wait, how did that happen? I've got worst player Lindelof, best player, and then best actress. And then Greenwood's name has gone right the way down this page somehow. I need to move his name. I don't know how that happened. I need to put him next to best player. Because he's not a best actor. Uh, let's move that up. Worst film, worst TV show, worst game, biggest disappointment for games, biggest TV disappointment, biggest disappointment for films. 
Um, again, I need to look back on some of my reviews for the next parts of these. Uh, TV, figured that out for the most part. Uh, I think the games one is pretty settled, so I could maybe decide the games one now. Um, because films, I haven't decided what my film of the year is yet, but then there's still a few I need to see. Games, I'm pretty much settled on that. Old World Soulstorm's gonna be number one, then Little Nightmares number two. Uh, I think Psychonauts 2 is going to go at the bottom of this list. But what did I enjoy? What did what was a better game? Cyberpunk or Metroid Dread? Um, see the thing you got to remember about my experience with Cyberpunk. Yes, it had like <coughs> uh, bugs and glitches when it launched, and I did put the game down initially, and I came back to it once it had like three patches. So I came back to it this year. Uh, although it was released like very late last year, so um, sometimes you have to push those considerations. Um, I mean, the the better game is Metroid Dread, but Cyberpunk still had a lot of really good things going for it. So I'll I'll decide that later. But I think Psychonauts Two is going at the bottom, um, just because it, it was a very good game, but I had problems with the structure of the story. And the combat. I liked the story itself. But I didn't like the way the story was told to me. Um, and the combat I felt was a bit of a, a bit of a mess. But great characters. Great world. Great dialogue. Great story. Had a lot of good things going for it. Very 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 imagine, uh, imaginative as well. Very very creative. With all of the different like. Literally going into people's minds. And that sort of thing. That was all very very good. Uh, for films I was going to put Quiet Place 2 at number 1. Um, but then I remembered Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. Uh, Army of the Dead, Shang-Chi and Black Widow, they're not going to go at number one. For me, it's between Eternals, Quiet Place 2, Luca, and, uh, Justice League for number one. Um, I really did like Eternals a lot, but I really did like Luca a lot. But I really liked the Quiet Place 2 a lot. But I also really liked Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's going to be one of the harder things to decide for me in this list. Uh, Eternals, Quiet Place 2, Luca, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't know what to pick right now. If I if I gun to my head, I guess I get shot. No, uh, gun to my head. Um, here's, here's the thing. Now this doesn't detract from the quality of Justice League because it was a very 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 good film I really enjoyed it and I didn't care that it was four hours it told the story that was 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 told um I didn't think you I didn't think that you could cut much out of it either which is quite telling for a four hour film or 350 whatever it was um but I will admit the way that Warner Brothers went about announcing the continuation or lack of continuation and this still, I, I would never quite get over how this was handled because it was never explained why it was handled this way. So for those of you that might not know, so in March, I can't remember what the date, what, what the uh, the date was, but Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? For, for those of you that like, didn't follow in any of this or if you didn't watch DC films or whatever, so Snyder, Snyder, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, right, was this film that we were supposed to get in 2017. Zack Snyder had to step away from the project because of a personal tragedy. Joss Whedon took over. They reshot two hours of kind of the same story, but a significantly worse version of it, with major characters taken out, such as Darkseid. 
Then they released it. It was awful. It was terrible. It was terribly edited. Terrible story. Superman had a moustache. Or a blurred out moustache. Um, and then Warner Brothers tried to just kind of continue from there. Then the DCEU kind of broke apart. Um, the Batman film got cancelled. The Flash film got completely changed. Uh, Aquaman came out. Joker came out. And there was, you know, they tried to sort of fix things a little bit. And Wonder Woman came out. And there was a few good films after that. But then... The DCEU's kind of continuity was completely broken. Uh, Cyborg was taken out of the Flash film. Um, he was his role in his role in Joss Whedon's Justice League was also reduced. So if if any of you read like this year or last year about all of the uh, uh, what was his name Ray Fisher, how he was kind of campaigning, kind of against Warner Brothers with the treatment of his character. That's that's why because they essentially removed his character from a f- whole film because he was sort of meant to be. In, in the Flash. And they like significantly. Reduced his story. In Justice League. And then fans campaigned for it. For years and years and years. And then they launched HBO Max. They finally decided to launch. the uh, Like to give Zack Snyder. What was it 17 million. To finish editing it. It, it. it had been shot. But obviously you know. DC films. Special effects. All that kind of stuff. Sound editing. He needed to finish all that. So they gave him 70 million to do it. He went and did it. And then. Uh, Justice League came out right so we finally got the full vision of the film that like of Zack's version that we we wanted to see uh, or that he wanted us to see as well Um, and even then there were still kind of things taken out like there was supposed to be a Green Lantern scene or something like that as well that got got kind of cut a little bit as well Um, and then so this highly 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 anticipated film by many many DC fans came out on a Thursday and everybody wondered, okay, this film's really successful. Um, are we gonna? Is there any possibility of getting another one? And it was literally three days later on the Sunday. I can never remember her surname, but Anne, somebody, I think she's the CEO of Warner Media, maybe. She came out and she was like, "Nah, we haven't got any plans to do that." So you've immediately killed all of the all of the momentum, and it was a big cliffhanger with Dark Side, like of him doing something in that film. Um, and like the the Justice League were going to fight Darkseid in Justice League 2 and they just went nah we're not going to do it like literally a few days later so that that kind of did sour my sort of oh you know we got this thing we wanted to see if it could be continued and then I was like nah like a, a few days later not even a week um, so that kind of did sour some of my enjoyment of the film it doesn't take away from any of the actual quality of the Justice League film itself, but it just sort of soured the. It sapped the for, for me anyway. It sapped the enjoyment out of it because I was like, oh, this was kind of just great that we got to see this vision, but goodness me, we'd like to see it be continued. Um, and you'd have you'd have a few issues like who who would play Batman because Ben Affleck's obviously stepped out of the role. He's going to make his last appearance in the Flash. So who would play Batman? Would would it be Robert Pattinson's Batman? What's going on with Henry Cavill? Um. You know what? What would you do with Cyborg? Because <laughs> um, Ray Fisher ain't going to going ain't going to go back. But anyway, uh, long story short, um, well, I guess it wasn't short. Uh, which one of these would I pick? I don't know. I guess gun to my head, you'd have to shoot me because I just can't decide right now. Because <laughs> they were really good, all those four films, and you got two. You got one. You got two ensemble films. Because the Eternals was ensemble. Introduced a bunch of new characters. I liked basically all of them. All the characters. 
Um, Justice League was a really, really great Justice League story. Luca was a really great story about, like, not hiding who you are and sea monsters and all this kind of stuff. And that was great. And then The Quiet Place 2 was this really intense pin drop sound horror film that I'd waited 14 months for. Now, I've got to take my personal... Not bias, my personal sort of journey with A Quiet Place out of this. Because I waited for that film for so long. Like, for the 14 months. And... I think it was delayed one week before it was going to come out in March of 2020. Then we went into lockdown, then everything got delayed. And it was like right there. I think it was literally going to be the next week. And I I, I think I remember actually. I think I saw a film before that. And I was like, next week? I can't wait. Quiet Place 2. And then it got delayed by 14 months. Um, But I need to take that bias. Or not bias. I need to take that personal kind of journey out of it because it doesn't speak to the actual film's quality that 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 weight doesn't make the film any better or worse because the film didn't change this that that isn't like the same thing with snyder cut where they just decided to rush out a different film and then give us the same the better version of that film like four years later that's that's a different thing um because we we still got the same film that we were gonna get in 2020 with uh quiet place 2 so I don't know. That's gonna be that's probably gonna be the toughest decision of this list because like games, I'm pretty settled on apart from whether it's gonna be Metroid or Cyberpunk. Uh, TV, I've got a lot of sorting out to do with TV, and I need to go back and check other shows because I think there's probably a couple of more Apple TV Plus shows for me to put in. Uh, maybe a few more Netflix shows. Maybe a couple of more Disney shows. Um, oh, Disney shows. Uh, Big Sky. There's another one. Because there was that period where there was about five. Um, and some of this is because of the star at, uh, um, edition as well. What were the other TV shows? There was Big Sky. There was Solar Opposites. I don't think that will quite make it on this list. Um, Dollface. That won't quite make it on this list. I'm sure there was another one. I know there was Big Shot and there was like Mighty Ducks. But those aren't going to make it onto this list. So there was those. There was no like Star Wars show this year was there. Um, Marvel I've already put. Did I actually put it in here? No I didn't. Oh I haven't actually typed in WandaVision. So WandaVision. And Hawkeye hasn't started yet. That starts on Friday. That's got potential to be in this list. Uh, but that's already 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, that's 4, no, 13 uh, TV shows. Dickinson hasn't finished it third season. I do want to put Star Trek Discovery Season 3 in here. Because when we went to do this podcast last year, we were like halfway through the season. And it finished in January. So, yeah, I'm going to put Star Trek Discovery Season 3. Because I won't be seeing Season 4 this year, will I? Um, Star Trek Discovery Season 3. Um, Try to think of other shows I did weekly podcasts for. You've got Monsters at Work. At Work. Um, that was That's only had one season anyway. Uh, Ted Lasso I had one as well I didn't do a podcast for the morning show 
American Horror Story and Stories. I really did like American Horror Stories. I'm going to drop that down as well. AHS Stories. Or I guess it wouldn't be AHS Stories. It's AH Stories. But anyway. Um, AHS. Season 10 has been alright. Um, but that's some of those ones. What else did I podcast on this year? There was no good place. Obviously Zoe's kind of, for me, replaced that. Uh, we did our Breaking Bad rewatch, but that was for season two, so that wasn't even in this decade. Uh, there's that. Yeah. Alright, I'm at the point where I need to look at my other reviews that I've done this year as well, because I think I've squeezed about the most that I can think of uh, so far. I, I haven't got as many films on this list as I thought I was going to have. Because when did I go back to the cinema this year? Um... Because March... When did the cinema open back up? Because March I saw Justice League. I can't remember if we were in or out of lockdown or what the situation was. Because we've been out of lockdown for quite a while now. So cinemas have been open for for a bit of time. Um, Well, the film I went back to to see at the cinema this year was Quiet Place 2. And that was in... End of May or June or something like that, I think. So that's like almost half the year. But then there was a few films that came out on streaming. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I need to look at that. So anyway, I'm going to end this part here. I think I've gotten about the most I can out of this. I need to look at my must-play and must-see reviews for uh, other films, TV shows, and games. Um, I was gonna. There was one thing I was going to jot down. This is going to be a bit of a surprise one. And this will only be a quick mention. My favourite artist of the year. Artist of the year. Because I do listen to music actually. And she did release a song recently. Best artist. Uh, Lennon Stella. I've enjoyed her music this year. Granted a few of the songs I've listened to aren't from this year. But she did just release a song this year as well. So it qualifies. And it was a pretty decent song as well. So I'm just going to jot that down in there. Um... So yeah, Titans isn't going to go anywhere on this list because Batwoman was worse for the, for the TV show. Uh, Legends isn't going to go anywhere on this list. Flash isn't going to go anywhere on this list. Um, have I got any um, DC shows in my... No, DC had a very bad... In my opinion, DC have had... Oh no, Superman and Lois. Yeah, Superman and Lois. Lois. Um, Stargirl isn't going in this list. <clears throat> um, I've still got three episodes to watch, which that kind of tells you of what I think about it. I don't think it's terrible or, or whatever. I just just haven't quite prioritised it. I haven't quite had time. But yeah, Superman and Lois needs to go in there as well. So I've still got quite a lot to sort out here. This might be quite a long podcast, but that is going to be it for this section. Thank you all very much for listening. And I guess I'll save this, and I'll see you on the other side. Once I've, once I've, so the next part of this is going to be in my own time. I'm not going to do it now because it will take too long. In my own time, in the next couple of days, um, I'm going to look at my reviews that I've done for this year, just to try, try to remind myself of what I've watched and seen. And then we can start adding in some other things, maybe some other films that I've forgotten about. And in the second one, I'll attempt to actually put them 
in a more of a list but uh, it's a good start so anyway thank you very much for listening and i'll see you in a second actually because if you've clicked on this and you've pressed play um yeah i'll see you in a second for the second part of this hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, it's back with uh, part two of this Deciding Best and Worst 2021. Um, For me, it's been... A couple of weeks since I did the first part for you. It's been about a few minutes since you heard me last talk. Um, I've gone ahead and just jotted down some things. Uh, just to make the pacing of this episode bit, uh, a bit quicker. Because it's already like 40 something minutes. So I don't need this episode to be 90 minutes. Um, right, so uh, I remember what I talked about last time. I've put a few things in since then. I've put in Best Comeback, which is MCU. Um, I'm going to have to label that as a bit of a different comeback thing. Because best comeback you'd think is like something that was doing badly and had a comeback and made some great content. But the way I'm descri- the way I'm going to describe that on the other episode that you had already heard is Marvel obviously was has been doing very well for over 10 years anyway, the MCU. But 2019 we had Endgame and Spider-Man and obviously Endgame set the world on fire and all that kind of stuff. Or set the world alight, rather. Um, 2020, there was no Marvel content. None that I can recall, anyway. Uh, And then, um, yeah. Uh, Came back in 2021 and has just done just incredible work um, so far. I mean, some of that stuff was obviously supposed to come out last year, but it didn't. But I just think the MCU has just come back roaring and... 
it it isn't gonna get any it isn't gonna get quieter anytime soon for the MCU. There's a lot of really great stuff on the way, so I thought I'd put the MCU in there. Um, I've uh, completed my best actress list. I've got Elizabeth Olsen at three, Annie Murphy at two, Jane Levy at number one. There's gonna be a lot of Zoe's playlist stuff in here because it's just so damn good. Um, so that was that one. Uh, best actor I've put. Um, I did look up the guy's name <coughs> that plays Victor in Love. Victor is called Michael. Uh, Semino, I think his name is. Then I got Jeffrey D. Morgan at number two, just as kind of an honourable mention because of that ne- his Negan episode. Um, I've man, I've, I've sort of put the next bunch of things in one big DC thing because I got worst film, Wonder Woman, worst TV show, Batwoman, Batwoman, biggest dis- uh, TV disappointment, the Arrowverse, and the most disappointing company, Warner Brothers. There's going to be. I'm not going to get into it here. You would have already heard me talk about it anyway on the other episode. I'm going to just get into some of the issues at Warner Brothers and, and things like that. Not for like 20 minutes, but just a, a, a quick summary of it. Because I can summarise what they've done wrong this year. Um, I thought I'd put Best Streaming Service, actually. So I put Apple TV+. Plus. They've really knocked it out of the park with some of their content um, this year. Some of those TV shows you will see in the list of uh, Best TV Shows. Uh, I've already talked before about like... Uh, some of these other things. Something I added in. Because uh, I've just basically gone and jotted down a bunch of stuff. And there wouldn't have been much to say while I was jotting them down. So I'm just talking about them here. Best episode of the year. Season 1 episode 6 of Invasion. Just 30 minutes of pure intense joy. Uh, and that was great. I don't remember the name of the episode. But <clears throat> episode titles to me are just... Okay. So... I think it was called Home Invasion or something like that, but uh, it's season one, episode six of Invasion. It was just, 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 just completely blew me away. So, see, Zoe isn't going to take everything. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because otherwise I would have given it like best episode for something. But that episode of Invasion just really sticks out to me. And then I put like a close second is the ten twenty two here's Negan episode. I was going to put that episode before I saw the Invasion episode. I was like, nah, this episode's just, it's just really, like, sticking with me, <clears throat> this Invasion episode. Uh, I've got best scene, which is two Zoe scenes, actually. Um, the one that takes the, the win is the Bad Blood song. Um, now, when describing best scenes, I can't really get into some of these things too much, because there is spoilers in these scenes, obviously. But I'm just going to sort of, for the, it's sort of one, of one of the things with choosing best scene, which I think I did in the previous two years as well. In the best worst 2019 and 2020. You can't get fully into. Describing the scene. Because some people might not have seen that thing. And that's much different to just saying. This show was great because it did this well. Um, Whereas. But then with best scene. It's sort of like if you've seen those things. You know what I'm talking about. And if you don't then. Well go and watch this really great thing. So yeah. Uh, That's some of the stuff I just jotted down. Um, I don't know if I'll add any last minute things. I pretty much want to close this list off after I finish this uh, recording this episode. But here's the meat of what we're going to get into. Here's the things I haven't decided yet. TV list. So I just went and looked up. I said last time I was going to do it. Uh, I typed in must see to entertainment talk. And I uh, got a bit of a decent recap of... um, what I had covered this year. And I hadn't given as many things must see as what I thought. Um, but uh, still a lot of these things are uh, really amazing. 
Um, so I've obviously got Zoe at number one, Black Summer number two. Those are the only two numbered things I've got written down. I've got here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. 22, 23. So I'm not going to have a top 23. Uh, some of these I'm going to have to just cut out. Um, but I thought I, this was just that me jotting down 23 shows was just, I remember this is good. I'm going to just write it down so I remember it. Um, so yeah, just to go over some of these shows. So I've got Zoe in Black Summer. You have to bear with me. My mouse is still bad. I haven't replaced it. Love Victor, Working Mums, Kevin Kenneth himself, Invasion, The Morning Show, Ted Lasso, Servant, Squid Game, One Division, Sex Education Season 3, uh, Big Sky, One Division, Star Trek Discovery Season 3, because it did end this year, uh, Invasion Season 1, Monsters at Work, Ted Lasso, American Horror Stories, American Horror Story Season 10, Superman and Lois, uh, It's a Sin, Walking Dead, World Beyond. Um, Right... So what I'm going to do actually, I don't think I'm going to take any of them out of the list. I'm not going to do a top 23. That would just be ridiculous and kind of very silly. I'm going to have, I'm going to sort it out as I go through, which is part of this whole process. Because this is this is going to be the toughest thing for me to, to decide. Because video games will take me like a few more minutes and films uh, won't take me as long either. I've got a, I've got a better idea of what I'm going to put for uh, films and for um games but tv is going to be the bulk of deciding this of out of these 23 shows um so what i'm going to do is is do a top top 10 or top 15 i think i'll try to stick it to a top 10 and then when i do the main show which again you've already heard you would have already heard i'm just going to just list off the other shows that were good i'm not going to go into hey here's this one this one was good because of this i'm just going to do like i'm just going to do like a very long honorable mentions um for that and maybe a couple of little notes about what was good about the show and maybe why it didn't quite make it or something so uh yeah zoe black summer right so what is i'm gonna go through this list and just figure out my top five first of all break it down top five top 10 and then if i want to do it a top 15 because i've had like a top 16 i've had like a top 15 in the last two years so you can do a top 15 that's fine but top 23 is just too much Number three, um, I think I am going to go with Love, Victor as number three. So number three, um, right, what comes after that? Um, I'm thinking between Kevin Kenneth himself and Invasion for the fourth and fifth spots. Um... Because I am looking at some of these, like Ted Lasso, not top five. Morning Show, not top five. Big Sky, not top five. Uh, Wonder Vision needs to go in the top five. Um, Invincible Season 1, not top five. Monsters at Work, not top five. Superman and Lois, top ten. Um, Walking Dead, well beyond top ten. It's a Sin can go somewhere as well. Squid Game has got to be top ten. But the thing is, if you if you say that's got to be top ten or top five rather, and you mention six shows, one of them can't make it into a top five. It's just it's just it's just maths, isn't it? So yeah, because uh, I do want to put Superman and Lois quite high, but I don't think that's going to quite make it in the top five. 
Uh, I did really enjoy Big Sky, but that second half of the season didn't really stand up towards the first. It was still good, but it just didn't really stand up. So I think for that reason, that's got to go out of the top five. Um, <clears throat> so basically, because the one I'm thinking of, the next couple of shows I'm thinking of putting in is Working Mums, Kevin Kenneth himself, Invasion, and WandaVision. And not all of them can go in the top five. So I've got two more slots for the top five. I think I'm going to go with... Um, so what's going to take the fourth spot? This might take a little bit longer than I thought. <laughs> uh, right. And Squid Game's still got to be... Squid Game won't make it... It won't be able to make it into the top five, but it will be in the top ten. But I did really, really enjoy Squid Game. But I like the challenge of this as well. It sort of uh, tests me, which is good. Um, What's got to go at number four? I'm thinking about because they've all got very big qualities which one of them messed up the most out of those shows Work it, Working Mums didn't have a lot of issues for it that's, that's for season 5 uh, Kevin Ganeff himself I enjoyed pretty much the whole way through Invasion I enjoyed all of and One Division was like the return for the MCU that was quite special but that doesn't make it a better show it just means it was at a particular came out at a particular time uh right don't think one division's going at fourth i'm going to pick i think i'm going to pick between <laughs> Working Mums, Kevin Gennett himself, or Invasion. See, once I start knocking out some of these shows and like setting them, settling them in the list, I'll have less and less issues with deciding what goes at number four. Uh, all right. Let me let me decide between. I think I think one division's got to go top five, but um, it's which one isn't. A top five show. I think I'm gonna put One Division at number six, and I'm gonna put. Uh, right. So out of Working Mums, Kevin Kenneth himself, Invasion. Which of those is not a top five show? Hmm. Right, I'm going to have to decide something because I can't sit here forever. See, for some reason I'm looking at the 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 the, uh, uh, the list which I've actually jotted them down, which says Working Mums, then Kevin, then Invasion. And I guess because they're laid out that way, I'm sort of looking at it that way. Um, but yeah... <laughs> Which one goes fourth? The, the the annoying thing is all of those shows I just mentioned deserve to be in the top five. I could make an argument for all of those being number one, but obviously that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. Uh I tell right, I'm putting invasion at number four. Um Invasion Okay. Right, that's one of them out of the way. 
Um, it just did that intense television very, very well, and that that's just that's just standing out to me at the moment. See, after these ones, I'm probably going to go with either Superman or a Squid Game. After that, those are the those are the ones that are standing out to me. But again, like Sex Education season three, that deserves to be uh, top five, but it can't be. So. Uh, what is going to be the last one for the top five? It's either Working Mums, Kevin Gennett himself, Invasion. No, not Invasion. I need to delete that off the other part that I've got here. So I don't confuse myself, which I've already done. And One Division. Um, right. Working Mums, I'm not putting in the top five. So it's between One Division... And Kevin can F himself. So if you listen to the episode already, the main episode, which is what you're supposed to do, you'd know what I decided. But the whole point here, here is hearing me figure out what the 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 decision I came to, which is why it's called deciding, um, and not going over the list, I guess. Right. So basically, number five is it going to be Kevin can F himself or One Division? Um, I'm gonna go with Kevin can F himself. Kevin can F himself, and he can F himself for making the uh, that decision hard. <laughs> right, that's that. And then one division. So one division or working mums. Uh, right. I'm gonna go with. Working mums, then one division. One division at seven. That doesn't seem right. Right. Then let me delete those off my other part of my list. Uh, I guess I'm putting one division at number seven because it's just how maths works. That seems weird. Um, but that's what I'm going with. So. <clears throat> Alright, number eight. Alright, on to number eight. So three slots left for the top ten. So we've gonna have Squid Game, Superman Lois, <clears throat> and probably Sex Education Season Three. So I'm looking at some of these others, and I'm like, yeah, they're not top ten shows, but they are really great shows. Uh, I haven't got things like Hawkeye, but Hawkeye isn't actually going to be finished until after we do the list. So that's technically a 2022 show because <laughs> the season finale at the moment <clears throat> for uh, Hawkeye hasn't gone out yet. Uh, but I, I'm loving that show right now. So that's possibly going to be a 2022 show. Because it hasn't actually finished. Because who knows? Episode 6 could be awful. Could destroy the season. It, it could. I don't know. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. Uh, right. Number 8. Number 8. So Sex Education, Squid Game, Superman and Lois. Those are the three that, those are the three that I'm looking at from the rest of the list. And thinking... 
Okay, those are the others that are going to fill those slots. Um, yeah. So, there we go. Right, number eight. Which one's going to go at number eight? So, so Superman, Sex Education, and Squid Game. Right, I'm going to put Sex Education at number 8. Because I really liked the uh, <clears throat> story that they told for the season. Number 9. So out of Squid Game, Superman and Lois, which one goes at the bottom of the list and which one goes at 9? Uh... I think I'm going to put Superman above. Yes, Superman. And then 10 is Squid Game. So there's my top 10 sorted. Let me just take those off of where I've got them written down. Um, where did I put Superman? Right. Take that off. Whoops. So if I want to make a top 15, do I need to make a top 15 or can I stick with a 10? Uh, take one division off there as well, off the extra part. But then we still got shows like Servant that were amazing. Uh, Monsters at Work I had a really really good time with Walking Dead World Beyond was some people won't want to admit it but that show was groundbreaking for what it's doing for the Walking Dead's world It's a Sin was really emotional um, Ted Lasso was very good but I did have some problems with the season Big Sky just fell off a bit in the second half of the season as I was watching that first half of Big Sky I was like this is a top 5 show and then the second half came out and they had the whole barn storyline. It just didn't really service things quite so well. So, yeah. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 3, that was a really good season as well. Um, I think I can make a top 15 out of this because there's a couple of shows here that are still sticking out to me. Um because like American Horror Stories was really good. There was a couple of episodes that didn't work. But that was a really good like new different idea. American Horror Story Season 10 was very very good. But completely botched its ending. Like the ending didn't even really make much sense. So that wouldn't be in the top 15. But that was one of the better seasons of American Horror Story in a long time. Uh, and It's a Sin was quite emotional. So if I was to go with a number 11. Um... Right, Servant was really great as well. There was a few things in Servant that were sort of like, okay, that kind of makes sense, but some things didn't quite work in that show as well as some other shows. Um, Morning Show, I don't... It, it had a very good second half of the season. The first half of it was a bit slow. Uh, oh, Mosquito Coast as well. Oh, God's sake. Mosquito Coast was really good. Um... So much good TV. 
it's amazing how some people can't find things to watch. And I've got like 25 shows here. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Apparently, apparently there's nothing on television, no. But I've got 25 shows here which are like the ones that stood out to me, basically. So, anyway. Uh... Right, instead of doing a top 15... I'm going to do, I'm going to put a little star next to five other shows that really stood out. Um, so I'll put a hashtag, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter, these are my notes, nobody else is going to see them. So hashtag next to Mosquito Coast, hashtag next to, well, I'm a, there's a sin, there it is, next to that one. Uh, what was the other one that I said, Star Trek Season 3. So those are going to be like the five honourable mentions that stood out more but don't need to be in a specific list. Servant. Uh, so I've got one, two, three, four. And then Walking Dead World Beyond. Alright, that's that done. There's no other shows I can think of that came out this year. If I do, then... If I thought about if I thought about shows <clears throat> this much for this year, and I've gone back and looked through things that I reviewed, if there's still things that I'm missing that I did see, they clearly just didn't stay in my mind enough. So, yeah, or I didn't talk about them on certain things. They still might have been great shows. There's a lot of just there's tons of just great TV shows that come out, but it's the ones that stand out more that need to go on these kinds of lists. Uh, none of the other Arrowverse stuff is going on this list. No chance. Um, Stargirl was was good, but I still have three episodes of that show left to watch, and that tells you, you know, my my feelings on that. Um, oh, there's The Witcher season three as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I already I already talked about the whole of The Witcher a few days ago. Um, yeah. Alright, I'll put that as another one with a little star thing next to it. The How have I forgotten that when I did a whole marathon day yesterday? Season two gets a little star next to it. So but it was a it was a setup season and I can I can take that, but I've already talked talked about it more than enough yesterday. So um Yep. Yeah. Alright, I think I'm settling on that for T V list. Twenty five minutes later. I didn't intend to talk about this for twenty five minutes, but here we are. If you're still stuck around, thank you for doing that. So just a very quick, re- very quick recap. Zoe at number one, Black Summer number two, Love Victor number three, number four Invasion, number five Kevin Kenneff himself, number six Working Mums, number seven One Division, number eight Sex Education, number nine Superman Lois, number ten Squid Game, and then special mentions of shows uh, like special honourable mentions: Mosquito Coast, Servant, Star Trek Discovery season three, Witcher season two. Um. It's a Sin, Walking Dead World Beyond. And then the other ones that just kind of are there on the list. American Horror Stories and Story, Season 10. Ted Lasso, Season 3. No, 2. Yeah, Season 2. Monsters at Work, Season 1. Invincible, Season 1. Big Sky. uh, And The Morning Show as well. Uh, FC was, was great, but yeah, that was... Actually, I'll jot that down for one last thing. See, just so I don't completely forget it. Okay. Um, I've missed a really big one. 
I've missed a really, really big show. It's an Apple show. Because now that I just thought about C, um, the, uh, oh, what the hell is the show called? That gaming show on Apple. Oh, what the hell is it called? It's a comedy show. It's got Ashley Birch in it. What the hell is it called? I can't remember what the hell it's called. <laughs> um, comedy shows Apple. Why have I forgotten what that's called? Mythic Quest. How did I miss Mythic Quest? I thought I wrote it down already. Um, I slowed down a little bit in the middle of the season, but had a good, really good start to the season and really good end to the season. Mythic Quest. That gets a star honourable mention because I'm not going to sit here and try and squeeze that into the list. <laughs> but uh, that was really good. Yeah. But um, maybe it's just we watch so much television that we just forget certain things although it did end recently right let's leave that alone so i don't spend 40 minutes sorting out a tv list right uh video games video games oddworld soulstorm little nightmares 2 metroid dread cyberpunk psychonauts 2 i'm gonna put cyberpunk at number three and metroid at number um four let me just quickly take that put that there right and then Psychonauts 2 at number 5 did I finish another game recently no Metroid was the last one I reviewed for the year uh, I don't think I've actually finished a game since Metroid no no alright that's, that's the games list see that was easy films Alright, let's get ready for another hour. I'm joking. Um, I don't really have another hour. But, um, right, films. Number one. Whoops. Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Right, two is going to be Luca. I, I have thought about this a little bit more, so this will be a little bit quicker than the TV list. Two is Luca. Three, uh, Spider-Man, I think. Yes, three is going to be Spider-Man. Oops, three, Spider-Man. Number four is going to be A Quiet Place. Number five, um... I tell you what, right, I can't remember if I mentioned this in the first part of this episode. We got a flood of t of uh, films in the last month. I haven't seen Matrix, I haven't seen Ghostbusters, I haven't seen... Um, I think it's called Red Notice. I haven't seen... There's a new Idris Elba film that the name's escaping me of that came out on Netflix. I, I just could I couldn't physically keep up, like, with arranging cinema trips and I would have I would have needed to go like twice a week for the last month if I was to keep up or I would have need to needed to have watched like two films a week for the last six weeks but then I couldn't put all those films in the list anyway because it would be too many films so 
some things just miss out I suppose uh, number five I'm gonna put Eternals it's actually next to a quiet place here so I'm just gonna add a five in uh, number six Zack Snyder's Justice League um, why have I not got no time to die written here it's weird actually I'm putting no time to die at number six and um Snyder cut at seven. Uh getting in the top ten still good. There's not, nothing wrong with being a top ten film. Right. Malcolm and Marie, I did need to look up that one. Um because I reviewed that all the way back in February and you forget things that you watch in February, January sometimes. So Right, we've got Shang Chi, Black Widow, Ashen Kingdom of the North. Uh, I put the Kingdom film. It's called Ashen. Surprised I got Quiet Place at number four, but I did enjoy those other three films more. So it's just how that has to work. But then top, uh, Quiet Place still a top five film. I just thought I, I remember thinking last year because obviously it didn't come out last year. I remember thinking like that's going to be my number one no matter what. But then Spider Man came out, Luca came out, and Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas came out. So what can you do? Um, right, right, uh, got Eternals, yes, at number five, love that film, No Time to Die at six, just barely missing out in the top five, uh, Army of the Dead was good, it was too long though, pacing wasn't great, but the ideas was good, the zombie action was good, the ideas in the, like, with, with the zombies was really good, Black Widow was great, Malcolm and Marie was great, maybe a bit too long, Malcolm and Marie and Kingdom was really good as well. Got lo quite a few zombie films on there actually. Got like Quiet Place, which is an, a, a monster film. Uh, didn't get around to seeing Halloween Kills. I ended up forgetting that that came out. Um, yeah, I think I've got all the Marvel films in here. Uh, Suicide Squad ain't going on this list. Neither Wonder Woman eighty four's got absolutely no chance of going on this list. Venom Let It Be Carnage has got no chance of going on this list. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but I think I mentioned about Suicide Squad before. Number eight. What's number eight going to be? I need to take Quiet Place off that little the notes part there. So out of Army of the Dead, Shang Chi, Black Widow, Malcolm Marie, Ashen, which did I enjoy most out of those? Was there any Pixar films this year? Luca. No, they, they don't release like more than one Pixar film in a year, and Luca's already at number. Two, yes. Uh, Disney films. Already talked about Raya and the Last Dragon. There's a new one that's come out. I uh, can't quite remember the name of it, but it's getting like no promotion. So, Army of the Dead, Shang Chi, Black Widow, Malcolm Marie, Ashen. I really like Black Widow. I'm putting that at eight. Eight. Black Widow. Number nine. Um, Ashen was a little bit confusing at times. It was still very good though. Um, Army of the Dead. I think Army of the Dead. Uh, all right. I'm gonna put Shang Chi next. That's the one that's standing out to me most there. 
and then I've got three left and then we can finish this off Army of the Dead, Malcolm Marie Kingdom what was the best of those three films because I could probably do, wait, 9, 10, 11 I, probably, I could probably do like a top 12 here be quite easy to figure that out that TV list was a nightmare <laughs> a fun nightmare but still a nightmare uh, which did I enjoy most? Army of the Dead, Malcolm Marie, Ashen. They're all very different films. Army of the Dead, I mean, two of them are zombie films. But one, one of them, Army of the Dead's more kind of fun craziness. Malcolm and Marie is very sort of like prestige, dialogue heavy. Uh, two characters in the whole film. The film's like two hours or something. And it's really le- leaning on the writing performance dialogue directing it's it's one of those types of films so you can't really compare like Malcolm and Marie to Army of the Dead but I guess I'm gonna have to uh and Ashen was more sort of like a more because it lent into Ashen's backstory Ashen's like one of the main characters arguably the main character but one of the main characters of Kingdom and that lent into her backstory and that kind of stuff so it was it was more of like a Still like a fun zombie film at times, but it was obviously it had a thing connecting to it, which was the rest of the the, the other two seasons of the kingdom. Um, they're all just really different. Uh, all right, I'm gonna put Army of the Dead at the bottom, Malcolm and Marie, and then Ashen. So I'm basically all I have to do is. Move Army of the Dead down here. Uh, shift these up. Whoops, too much. <laughs> Alright, 10. Whoops. 10. 11. 12. Alright, there we go. That's that. Right, so just to very quickly recap everything Best Artist, Lennon Stella. Uh, so that's for music. Worst player of the year, so football for Manchester United. Lindelof, best player, Greenwood. Mason Greenwood is his full name. Uh, best comeback, MCU. I'll have to explain a little bit about why that's a comeback situation. Best, best actress, number one, Jane Levy. Number two, Annie Murphy. Number three, Elizabeth Olsen. Of course, I'll read that the opposite way around. I won't. Re- you don't reveal number one, then go down your list to number ten. You work from the bottom and you go up so that you reveal the better things. Best actor, uh, Michael from Love, Victor, Jeffrey D. Morgan, Negan, Walking Dead. Worst film, Wonder Woman 84. Worst TV show, Batwoman. Biggest disappointment, The Arrowverse. Most disappointing comedy, Warner Brothers. So kind of dunking on, uh, dunking on Warner Brothers a bit. But um, there's there's very valid reasons. Best streaming service, Apple TV+. Plus. Even though I almost forgot one of their shows. Um, see, with Dickinson, uh, season... Three's not actually finished yet, so I'm not gonna put that in yet. And uh, I've got Invasion in there. I've got Mosquito Coast in there. I've got some of the others as well. And Invasion's like a top five show. So uh, best streaming service, worst video game, Battlefield 2042. Biggest disappointment for games, Guardians of the Galaxy, Life is Strange, True Colors. Biggest disappointment for films, Raya and the Last Dragon. Best episode, season one, episode six of Invasion. Uh, close following up is Walking Dead 1022. Here's Negan. Best scene, Bad Blood, Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Almost uh, won it, which was just the two of us. Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Uh, TV, 
Uh, Zoe, Black Summer, Love Victor, Invasion, Kevin Kneff himself, Working Mums. My mouse is playing up again. Uh, can somebody get me a mouse for Christmas? <laughs> uh, Love Victor, Invasion, Kevin Kneff himself, Working Mums, One Division, Sex Education, Superman and Lois, Squid Game. Then honourable mentions with a hashtag next to them. Mosquito Coast, Mythic Quest, Servant, Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Witcher Season 2. There was another one, I think. Uh, it's a Sim, Walking Dead, World Beyond, then all the other honourable mentions. Video games, Oddworld, Soulstorm, Little Nightmares 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2. Films, Always Extraordinary Christmas, Luca, Spider-Man, uh, Quiet Place Part 2, Eternals, No Time to Die, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Black. I've written down wi Widown, but I know that it means Widow. It literally doesn't matter how I spell things here, because I'm only going to be looking at this, so... Black Widow and Shang-Chi, Malcolm and Marie, Ashen Kingdom of the North, and Army of the Dead. So, there we go. And how we'll probably do it is I'll go through all my bits and pieces, and then I'll ask, um, uh, I'll ask either Robert or David to go afterwards. Then once we do that, I want to go... I want to leave TV for last because I want to end my section and the podcast on like Zoe being a number one, which won't surprise anybody, but it'll still be a nice moment. And then, uh, um, so we'll go. What will we do? Um, maybe films, games, and TV. I'll, I'll make my mind up on the day. So, yeah, looking forward to Monday now, which is I think when we're supposed to be doing this. So, yep, that's that. Uh, anyway, I've gone on way too long here. I'm not going to really edit anything. This is one of them that like, you can casually kind of listen to this and whatever. You don't need to like whatever. So I'm just going to keep everything that I've got. It was, you know, the whole process. So I'm going to keep it all in. Anyway, I'm not going to do like the full outro or anything. Uh, but thanks for listening. You can find all of our other podcasts, TV, video games, films, entertainmenttalk.org. Tell other people, word of mouth, social media, that kind of stuff. Uh, TV and film news, Geek Town. .co.uk, that's David's website. Twitch, eTalkUK for our streams. You can find them later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Bex, Twitch, Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. I guess I am doing the full outro. Uh, yeah, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, actually podcast review options, um, all those kind of things. So check all those things out as well. I suppose that was a very quick way of doing that, wasn't that? So anyway, that's that. Um, yep. Yeah. I don't think this will be it for the year. I don't know what we're putting out as the last thing of the year. But I suppose that's up to me. So, anyway, thanks for listening. I've kept you all long enough on this episode. Hope you enjoyed everything from us this year. Um, and thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>